0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Show. Here on the Total Celebrity Segment and Caregiver Dave Celebrity Segment, I'm excited to welcome you to the program Caregiver Dave and Sandy.
1: Dave, how are you? What's going on, man? Doing great, man. Here in paradise, uh, still having some warm weather for the holidays. So that's—I uh, don't know—it's un-Christmas, I think. <laughs> You're in California. Go figure. Yeah. And I'm
0: excited to welcome to the show Jim McCarty, and Jim is from the Yardbirds. Rock and roll hall of fame group. How are you, Jim? Thanks for stopping by. I'm very good, thank you. How are you doing? Fantastic. Where are you calling from? Where are you located right now?
2: Down in the south of France.
0: South oh. of France? Oh wow. Okay. So thanks again. And it's a little later in France, about six or seven o'clock. So let's just jump right into it. Jim, did you always want to be a rock and roller? Was that always what you wanted to do? <laughs>
2: Well at one time I was working in a stockbrokers I was doing um you know maths and figures and all that stuff but, um I, I never really realized but I, I always loved rock, rock drumming so I was very pleased when I got into the band
1: yeah and a great band it was um gosh have you ever been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? If not, that's uh, Travis. Yardbirds. Yardbirds have, right? There Is you go. Correct, Jim. Ninety-two.
2: 92.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you were you were one of many um English groups that invaded the country, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, it was it's a big dream for us to suddenly come to the US, you know, for uh for young English lads uh, that were in London and it was very, you know, dis- dark and dismal and rainy and all that. And we, we, we'd watched all the uh, the Westerns, you know, and uh, all the movies coming out of uh, the US, all the gangster movies and
1: yeah.
2: all the blues music and the rock music. It was It was heaven for us to come.
1: Uh, all of the English groups had had a slight different sound. How would you compare yourselves to the Beatles or to the Stones or some of the other English groups? Uh, how are you different?
2: Uh, we, I think we were different because uh, we we messed around with the blues. You know, mm. we uh, we played blues, but we we changed it slightly and made it. Uh, some people say it was psychedelic. You know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but we were just having fun and uh, that's the way people saw it so we we made it a bit different and a bit more fun
0: yeah lots of memories yeah definitely so and so in that process so jim how did you get discovered by the band how'd that work how did it happen
2: uh well we were all local guys in uh, southwest london and we all used to hang around uh hang out in a a pub in a place called kingston which was uh, just about Twenty miles out of the centre of London, and um, you know all the, all the sort of uh, art art people and and musicians used to hang around the pub, bohemians or beatniks, who we call them in those days. <laughs> and, and we uh, we we decided to start a band, um, and we love blues. You know, we listened to blues music coming in on a very underground level. we never heard it on the radio or anything like that. We just had to go and get the vinyls, you know, the, <clears throat> the, the long player records uh, in those days. Uh, and, and, you know, Bo Diddley, Muddy Waters, Jimmy Reed, all that stuff. It was very it was very uh, precious in those days. And, and uh, <clears throat> so we did it. We, we made our repertoire from all those, probably about 10, 10 vinyl albums.
1: So so when did you start playing the drums and who was your drum idol?
2: Well, I was, I was in a military, um, organization called the boys brigade and I used to play a marching drum. Ah. And then, so that's how I started. But then I started listening to early American rock and roll, you know, buddy Holly and, uh, the Everly brothers and Johnny Cash and all that stuff. And, uh, uh, I, I, that's how I got into playing rock drumming but was I there... love jazz as well you know and I loved um, you know people like Buddy Rich and obviously Okay, uh,
1: that's what I was going to ask you big names <laughs> yeah Buddy Rich was amazing yeah, yeah I was a drummer too uh, started at 12 years old but unfortunately got married and uh, that all fell to the wayside
2: oh but, okay uh,
1: glad you didn't give up
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i liked uh dave brubeck he had a great drummer yes yes the name i can't remember his name now
0: but
2: he had great big glasses and used to play very cool
0: yeah absolutely so jim let's talk about specifically how you guys got your big break how did that happen tell us the story once you guys got Uh, together
2: our our big break came um actually when we were playing with the beatles we were supporting the beatles uh at their Christmas show in 1964. And uh, there was a publisher in the audience and he had a, a demo record of uh, For Your Love, which was our, our first hit. And he had the demo by Graham Goldman, who was the writer. He was from uh, Manchester in those days. <laughs> and uh, Graham, of course, went on to, to uh, be a part of 10CC and he wrote a lot of other songs, you know, for the Hollies and uh, Hermits, Hermits at the time. And um, we decided to do do that as, a, a, as our, you know, as our, you know, hit. So we, we had a go at it and it, it was very successful. And that's what put us on the map, really.
1: You know, uh, Jimmy Page had a profound effect on your group. Uh, some people thought that Led Zeppelin came out of the Yardbirds. Can you explain that whole dynamic that was going on there?
2: Well, yeah, G- uh, G- Jimmy came in fairly late in the band. And uh, at one time he was playing with uh, Jeff Beck as well in, in the band. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Beck left the band and it was just a four-piece. And um, I suppose with the four-piece we became a bit heavier. Mm. We all played, you know, played more. To fill in the gap of the of the other guy, you know. So, um, so we, we became a heavier band with with Jimmy, and then when we split up in 1968, uh, he went on to play some some of our gigs that we couldn't do with, with his new band, which he called the the New Yardbirds, and then they changed their name to uh, to Led Zeppelin, you know and oh. the rest is history, you know.
1: Why did the band break up like that?
2: Well, we'd, we'd sort of done it. You know, we've been on the road for a long time and we've been playing the same music for, for ages. And then we we got <laughs> into a, a situation where um, it wasn't going any further. We weren't creating any new songs, you know. Um, we, we weren't, you know, writing another Over Under Sideways Down or Shapes of Things. So we thought, this is... This is this is difficult now. We 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 it seems like we've got to the end of it. So, so
1: uh, is that kind of like, normal for the for a band to go into different phases and then and then that happens to them?
2: Well, I suppose looking back on it, you know, it could have been different if we'd have taken time off and you know, the management it's burned so, out, huh? Yeah, we were really burnt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> seems like now. Jim, the touring's back to what it was before because the money to be made before was in music. Now it's, again, performance, going out and performing to, to make the money.
2: Yeah, that's exactly how, how it was then, you know. Um, all the money was in the road, on the road, and there was no, um, there were no real record royalties. it's very similar to how it is now. It's come around again, isn't
0: it? So yeah. I was checking, so you did, again, work, you and Jimmy did Page did have a band before the new Yarbirds, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. He was he was actually in the in the R-Bird, you know, with, with me and um and Keith Ralph and Chris Chris Dreyer and uh, uh, and then when we decided to split the band he wanted to carry on. And so he carried on with the same repertoire and then mm. gradually gradually they changed it up.
0: You know, where, did you, where did you go after that, Jim?
2: So Keith and I formed a band called Renaissance. You, you, have you heard of them? They're m- more, more of a, a prog rock band, which was uh, based around keyboards, much more much more of a keyboard orientated than, um, than, than the R Birds. And we had yes. uh, Keith, Keith's sister Jane, and it was like a
1: mm.
2: more sort of folk, folk rock stuff.
1: So talk about the, uh, the period that uh, Eric Clapton was a part of that band. Uh,
2: well, that was in the very beginning when, um,
1: yeah, he, he,
2: he came in because he was at art school with uh, the singer Keith Ralph and Chris Dreher. They were both at a local art school. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, he, he was very dedicated to, to playing blues and he would, he would practice all the time and he was very, he was very enthusiastic about blues music. And um I think he wanted to stick with the blues, you know, um mm. much more than we did. We, we wanted to sort of change it around and mess around yeah. with it. But uh, I, I think he was much more of a purist than, than the rest of the band.
1: You had some great names there. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They all left their mark.
2: <laughs> they did. They all <laughs> left their uh, and then Jeff Beck came in, so we sort of fell on our feet, really, with Jeff, because he's such a good player. Is the band still going right now? Well, yeah, actually, I'm the only existing member. We're all American guys now, and we we still come and do tours. And um, the, the, next, uh, the next thing we're doing is the Flower Power Cruise, which goes out of Miami
1: into oh, the Caribbean. That sounds like fun.
2: The yeah. Miss and Jefferson Starship and all those. Sort of
1: oh, thing. wow. Exactly. So that, We're all a bunch of old rockers now, huh? In our <laughs> 60s and 70s. Who'd yeah, ever thought? Yeah, amazing, isn't it? How we get... <laughs> exactly. So
0: let's talk, Jim, about you decided to write biography. How? What would you think of doing that and telling all these stories for uh, Well, now, yeah,
2: somebody suggested I should. Write biography, and I started doing it with a, with another guy, uh, and then um, it, it didn't it didn't look sort of quite it wasn't so well written, and somebody suggested working with a guy called Dave Thompson, who was a, a, a rock writer who's done about one hundred and fifty rock books, and we got on really well, and he 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 writes really well, and we, we and we did well together. And we wrote this book, Nobody Told Me. is basically my autobiography, um, which came out a few years ago. And that's been very popular. And then we did another book after that called She Walks in Beauty, which is uh, much more sort of based on uh, the paranormal stuff. Um, <coughs> because I, I lost my wife last year. Oh, and sorry. I to try and find out what had happened to her. So I... Um, I studied, you know, a lot of mediumship and looked at uh, a lot of um, YouTube, on you know, near death experiences and things like that. But I really got into all that stuff because I was really faced with it, you know. And then I took a, a, a mediumship course and um, I managed to, going through the, the session and the way I was taught, I managed to communicate with my wife and I, so I had a lot of of evidence you know hard evidence um that she was around somewhere and communicating with me so i i did this other book and uh, put a lot of those uh, of those stories in there and that's called she walks in beauty that's that's just come out
0: wow yeah um, god dave i'll just a uh, question so I, writing that book that took that is took uh doing it in so many ways, especially the paranormal. It's a popular thing to talk about, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah, and I, I went back through the through the group, you know, to the, the things we were interested in, in the band and we, we, things we used to talk about and and songs we, we used to write, you know, uh, with that sort of uh, influence and also back through my childhood and experiences I'd had and uh, it, it was a sort of thread going through my life of that that sort of paranormal stuff going on uh, you know it was, i i found it very interesting and it was uh it was good to write the book about it
1: how long were you married
2: uh well i we were together for 23 years we weren't married that uh, as long as that but 23 years together so we were pretty close wow
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry for your loss
2: yeah I, you know it's difficult when uh, because you, you still miss them, you, you miss their presence, you know. But I, I can feel her energy all the time, and, you know, she does communicate a lot.
1: You know, marriages and, and rock bands don't go very well together. How did you uh, survive that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I used to go off on tour, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I would call her every day, actually. Uh, so it's very strange now. I don't, you know, I don't, I can't call her anymore.
1: <laughs> and you got kids?
2: Uh, no, we didn't have any children. No, we didn't.
1: That makes it a little easier, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Until you get old. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we had a we had a lovely time. I mean, uh, I'm very thankful for all that time we had together. You know, twenty three years really lovely, a, a, a lovely moment. So
0: so jim the latest projects are the, the 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 band and book right for sure yeah yeah So yeah. people can go ahead uh for the with the band uh check out the yardbirds where that where you can well
2: we they can see uh the com. you know the website and the facebook <laughs> page, the yardbirds facebook page there's my facebook page jim mccarty and uh my website which is i think it's james mccarty.com and you can check in check all the latest dates and all the info there
0: all right so dave last question is a caregiving question so dave go ahead with your caregiving question
1: yeah so i'm a caregiver my wife had a stroke uh, 25 years ago and uh, she was able to survive but she still can't talk or walk but she can communicate non-verbally through pictionary charades and she reinvented herself after a short grieving period. And now, you know, we travel the world just helping caregivers stay alive because 30% of them die before their loved ones do. Um, how did your wife die? Were you uh, caring for her in those last days?
2: I did actually. Uh, yes, yeah, she, she had um, a rare cancer. She had something called a sarcoma, which, which was like a little lump that started in her arm and then Spread to her other organs and stuff, and um, in the so end, it was
1: a skin cancer. It started out as, huh? Yes,
2: yeah,
1: and those it went are serious
2: into her liver and mm. uh, and her lungs. And yeah, she she was uh, she couldn't walk in the end, she was in bed for about um, probably maybe four months when I looked after her. Yeah, yeah and I, I did the cooking and. But they were very good, you know. And the nurses came in
1: and yeah, because it's hard for a caregiver, you know. They burn out, like a like a rock band, because yeah. you know they don't put their needs first. They give and give and give. There's nothing left to give. I started CaregiverDave.com as a support group to kind of help them out, you know. Oh, okay, that's
2: nice. Yeah. Yes, I look
0: at that.
1: Have yeah.
0: to look at that. Thank you, absolutely, Jim, and we appreciate you coming by and uh, and definitely people will check out your music, especially get new people to start listening to your music because it's <laughs> so great because of the ability now with yeah,
1: on everyone i'm can sure he already from. has multi-generational listeners
0: oh yeah I'm sure <laughs> he does no doubt especially the relationships with zeppelin yeah. <clears throat> and wow a lot of very interesting things so i appreciate you coming by jim and thanks for coming on the show thanks jim. Thank,
2: thank you thanks for having me mate.
0: all right take bye, care bye. all right guys that's the caregiver dave celebrity segment guys take care